0: What is up, everybody, and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adcsports.com Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at Freeman Mazda. Net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that, though, let's get right into it. What is one word, just one, one word to describe the release of Ezekiel Elliott? It happened. We didn't know if it would, but it did. On Sunday, we sat down, we shared some predictions about what was about to go down in the Cowboys free agency period I thought that Zeke was going to be gone but I understood that it was a big question mark because the Cowboys like their guys it's what they do you know they keep them around they clearly liked Elliot he was one of the darlings of these front offices uh, and of this front office excuse me and we didn't know if it was going to happen but it did and I think it was the right call, just spoiler alert. But first, uh, let me talk to you. A I mean, let's get let's get into the one word that describes this situation. <laughs> I'm laughing because Toxic Tom just commented. Uh, are we gonna see uh no excuse me, any more graphics that a kindergartner made tonight, Mo. No, no, we, we have some professional graphics now. We we got some good ones. I mean. Still some rushed ones, but uh, no drawings. No drawings tonight from your primetime host. Uh, Let's see. Good, says Mando Luna over at Facebook. Peter Izzo goes with confident. Uh, Debbie goes with sad. Katharina asks, wait, so sick is gone for sure? He is gone. The Cowboys, according to Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero, have reported that uh, they informed... Ezekiel Elliott, that he was going to be released. I believe it's actually now official too. Oh, oh yeah, it's actually official if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's a post-Yoon first cut. We'll get into what that means in a moment here. Uh, let's see some of some other of your words before I give you mine. Overdue for Toxic Tom. Finitos as Bruce. Uh, plants as Mark Tiemanns. Relief for Gregory. My word, my one word would be bittersweet. Because that's sick man that's sick he was a beloved player for Cowboys Nation for a while. 2016 was one of the most fun seasons in recent Cowboys history, and he was right at the center of it uh he and Dak Prescott together that was such a fun season, and at the end of the day you cannot deny those 10 thousand four hundred and ninety eight yards that we mentioned right at the beginning of this show uh. Those are his all-purpose yards after uh, several years with the Cowboys since 2016. Now, bittersweet because at the end of the day, I thought it was the right call. This is what happens with the Cowboys moving on from Zeke. They save $10.9 million in the salary cap. They will not enjoy the benefit of this. Until June. And I say that. Because it was a June, post-June first cut. For those of you who don't know how that works. It ex- essentially accelerates. The dead money that you are going to have in the books for a player. Into just one year. You rip off the band-aid. So the Cowboys are going to have more dead money. For sick essentially. But they don't get those cap savings. Until post-June first. It's a trade-off of sorts when it comes to salary cap management. In other words, you get the cap savings, you get more cap savings right away, but you don't get them in March. You don't get them in this initial period of free agency. The Cowboys cannot use that in order to go get, I don't know, Nicole Hardman. We'll talk about Nicole Hardman later in the show. Uh, more, More than likely, this is money that you will use to sign your draft class, uh, salary cap space that you will use to extend players later in the year or to carry over until the next year. So the Cowboys are getting these cap savings. They're They're just not getting it right now. It's kind of like borrowing money, for example, right? So there's that, first and foremost. Having said that, I think it was more about the salary. Uh, I don't think it was a salary cap thing. I think it was more about the cash aspect of it. And I do think that if you when you franchise tagged Tony Pollard, it was clear that you were ready and willing to make him your number one guy. Something that Cowboys Nation has argued that it should have been done a long time ago. We know that the contract kind of made the Cowboys lean towards Ezekiel Elliott a little bit. Uh, but we knew that Tony Pollard was the guy that was actually being the most efficient runner. So when you franchise tag him and you're about to pay him $10.1 million, it's fully guaranteed money, it just made sense to move on from Zeke. I think there were warning signs for this. Uh, the most clear one being the actual franchise tag for Tony Pollard. But then also the fact that the Cowboys met with six different running backs, In the NFL scouting combine, Uh, they're clearly interested in this running back uh, draft class, which is considered by many one of the most loaded positions of this year. It's just about resource allocation. The problem and uh, not really a problem, uh, but just a second conversation is how are you going to use that? Uh, What you're not going to use to pay sick, how are you going to use that both cash and Salary cap-wise, how are you going to use that? That is a, a, a good question, but just looking at it from Ezekiel Elliott's release point of view, it's a good move, in my opinion. $10.9 million is no, no small number. <clears throat> we know that. And I think that a pay cut, which is the other possibility that was reportedly being discussed, I think it would have been tough to just keep this headache for one more year, if that makes sense. Uh, you might have made it work for 2023, but it was going to be the exact same conversation in 2024. And it was tough to bet on it getting better. Because Zeke was banged up the last couple of years. And Jerry Jones even said in the combine that he was more injured than they let on as a team. And that the running back let on as a team, uh, as a player, and he was banged up. You can justify his decline with that. But at the yeah. end of the day, it also meant that he was hurt moving forward. He already had more injuries to him, and it seems to matter more when it's a running back that has had a workload as heavy as the one that Sik has had throughout his career since joining the Cowboys and even before then because we know that he was also a workhorse or Ohio State and the Buckeyes. <laughs> Y'all are not going to let me off the hook. Mark Aaron says, oh, wow, nice graphics tonight, Mo. Yeah, we, we have more budget now. We have more budget. Now, the bitter aspect of it, as I said earlier, it's just that Zeke was a pro, and you heard it about it. You heard about it with his teammates. Teammates love him. He set the example. He set the Tony training camp in practices and all of that. He essentially just missed time last year because Mike McCarthy left him no choice, right? It wasn't like uh, Sik wanted to take a game off or two. Uh, The Cowboys literally just did not let him play. And I remember talking about it here on the show in the sense of, you know, Sik wants to play, but the coaching staff needs to be firm enough to not let him in that span of the season. So I think it's, I think it's the right call. I think that this is the forward thinking that we want from the Cowboys front office. Does this mean that they're going to nail every single decision from here on now? Uh, no, but I think that individually, this is a, this is the right call. Now, Before we move on from sick, and before we look at the running back situation for the Cowboys today, let's get into the Freeman Mazda stat of the week. Because if there is one thing that we can do to kind of quote unquote honor Ezekiel Elliott's time in Dallas is look at the Freeman Mazda stat of the week. As we do every Wednesday night, we do this segment in which we dive into a particular stat of interest to Cowboys fans, and it is presented to you by FreemanMazda.net. We will talk more about them in a moment here, but before we do that, let's get into one number that defines Ezekiel Elliott's time in Dallas, and that is the number of carries per running back since 2016. Ezekiel Elliott is the leader, but he is a leader by a wide, wide margin. 1,881 carries for Sikh, while Derek Henry is at 1,750 carries since then. And that is a 131 carry difference between the two. Now, it wouldn't make a, it wouldn't make a lot of sense to compare these two, head to head. That is not my intention. My intention is to say no one was even close to putting in the work that Sikh put throughout his career in Dallas. Uh, but I have some more numbers for you tonight. Uh, 10,498 all-purpose yards. He led the league in rushing twice. That happened in 2016 and 2018, which I think is important because many people say that Sieg was good for just two years. I don't think that's true. I think that he had more than two years, but he also leaves the Cowboys as the third leading rusher in Cowboys history. And there have been some top tier running backs in this team. Uh, the third most rushing touchdowns in team history, third most 100 yard games, second most rushing yards in 2016, uh, which uh, in the NFL, Second most rushing touchdown since 2016. He played through PCL tears and hyperextended knees. You know. And. He also is third in rushing touchdowns in Cowboys history with 68. He honestly has a special place in Dallas Cowboys lore. Even if it didn't end in the same way that you would have wanted it to end. It still was a remarkable career. Doesn't seem like much, but this started in 2016. It's 2023 already. And they and they gave him quite the workload. As I said, I mean, no one else had this type of workload since joining the NFL, since Sick joined the NFL. And keep in mind, he missed playing time because of the suspension. He had injuries last year and still... He he has that type of numbers. So, really a remarkable career. Let me know in the chat. Let me know in the chat where would you like to see seek next? Before we close the door on this conversation, and while you do that, uh, where do you want to see C.K. Elliott play next? While you do that uh, in the chat, let's let me talk to you about our friends over at freemanmazda.net they make this show possible for you as always you can check out their dealership over at Irving Texas you can check them out over at freemanmazda.net and in there you can see their wide range of new and used vehicles And you can check out their features you can check out pictures of the outside and inside of every vehicle and as we do around this time on Freeman on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime, we can also get into the Freeman Mazda Ride of the Week. And in this case, it is a 2023 Mazda CX-50 2.5 Preferred Plus All-Wheel Drive. This one starts at $34,075. It's got all-wheel drive, a Wi-Fi hotspot, which is a game-changer, Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto on and a miles per gallon capacity of 24 when you are in the city. That goes up to 30 when you are in the highway. Freeman Mazda bringing you the stat of the week. Let's get into your answers right now. Where would you like to see, uh, seek play next? There, there are not a lot of options out there. Buffalo will go for him, says got love. Seek will wind up in Tampa, says Nicholas. And that is a clear fit. And there are already reports about the Buccaneers being interested. Running back's coach for Buccaneers is Skip Pitt. So it would make a lot of sense. Let's see here. Zeke um, is going to the Chargers where Kellen Moore is. This is Joe. Interesting situation even more so with the Austin Eckler storyline. I don't see where Austin Eckler can, you know, where can he fit. Philly, somebody said Philly. Uh, Stephen White says Philly will get him. I mean, they might, but they did sign Boston Scott. And they did sign, who was the other guy? Rashad Penny in free agency. And they let Miles Sanders go. Uh, he signed with the Panthers to today. So Tampa makes a lot of sense. The Bengals, Gregory says. Uh, the Bengals also make some sense. Uh, Smagy P. Purine is gone. He was their number two running back. Joe Mixon. Jo- Joe Mixon is going through stuff. So maybe the Bengals say, you know what? Enough is enough. Buffalo. Buffalo could be... Very, very pass-happy offense. I wonder if you are interested in him as a passing team when seek has not really been that he is not really being you know the the receiving threat i i'm thinking about the bears maybe like could the Bears find a place for him i would like to see him in chicago i think you know with david montgomery go gone maybe you can find a fit there. I'm going to go with Bears. That, that's a team that I would like to see him on. I don't know if it's a fit or not exactly, but uh, they do like to run a lot of power kind of stuff. I'm going to go with Chicago just, just from, how can I say this? Just from what I want, not from what I actually think can happen. I'm going to go with Chicago. I would love that fit. Shout out to Mr. Tyler Browning, (laughs) who says, happy birthday, Mal. You better see this one. (laughs) But why happy birthday, though? I'm confused now. I am confused. But I completely lost it, too. I was going to show it on the screen. Uh, Shout out to Tyler. I don't know if maybe I missed another comment. And happy birthday was his way of of catching my eye. (laughs) You better see this one. Shout out to Tyler. Uh, not my birthday, but if you guys want to remember my birthday, it's the same as uh, the Marcus wears. So July 31st, if you see a D wear post out there on social media, then you gotta go, oh wait, this means that it's Mo's birthday. And you tune in at 8 p.m. Central because I will be working on my birthday. Because so I do love this job. I don't know if it's Sunday through Thursday this year though. Um, and you congratulate me. <laughs> Tyler says, don't lie to the people. All right, it's my birthday then. It is my birthday. Uh, Sink to the Jets, says Professor O. Roger seek OBJ, Randall Cub, and Mercedes Lewis would now, would have been dominant in 2016. Bro, how about that interview? Like, that was an experience watching that interview in Pat McAfee's show. I gotta say... I got to say, just a small parenthesis before we move on with the show, my respect for Aaron Rodgers during that interview was through the freaking roof. I know, I know, diva, narcissist, you've heard it all by now. I'm just saying, where did he lie though during the interview? Because he dragged the Green Bay Packers. And I don't see any lies in there. Uh, Maybe the one lie was saying that ESPN reported that he had a demand list. They definitely did not do that. They did clarify that it was a wish list. But I got to say, when he was talking about the Packers drafting Jordan Love and him sticking around just because he put together two MVP seasons, All of that was true. And they also do have that track record with some of the franchise standouts of the era and how they treated them on their way out. And it honestly kind of applies to every team in the NFL because it's a cold business. So I got to say that I did like when he was dragging the Packers through the mud. Uh, Sounds like it's a done deal. I mean, not entirely. They still need to figure out a compensation but it would be one of the one of the surprises of the decade if he doesn't end up a Jet. Uh, he clarified that it was his desire, his heart's desire, is to be a New York Jet, which unbelievably is a thing in 2023. I mean, that speaks volumes as to the kind of season that he had, la- that they had last year. <laughs> Mark Timmons says, "Happy birthday." Toxic Tom says, "Happy 14th birthday, Mo." <laughs> Enjoy high school. Damn it! Look what you started, Tyler. <laughs> My birthday is the same day as Joe Theismann says Mark Aaron. It's crazy. It's crazy how you. I mean, you hear about one celebrity being uh, having the same birthday as you, and you just hold on to it. I'm just gonna say. Harry Potter also has a July 31st birthday. Happy Sweet sixteenth, is Army Mom Heather. I mean, in Mexico, it's a quinceañera, so you can also wish me a, a 15th birthday if you want. Professor O says, My birthday is the same day as Jessica Simpson. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> We're having fun now. So what does this mean? What does the entire Ezekiel Elliott thing mean for the... For the running back room of the Cowboys, as things stand right now, it would be obviously Tony Pollard leading the charge. This does affect probably his long-term prospects of staying with the team. I'm very, very intrigued as to how the Cowboys approach that next year. Because if you're in Dallas, one of the reasons why you're moving on from Zeke is that you are regretting the contract that you signed him to in 2019. And it was a crazy deal. They wouldn't repeat that. But how extreme will be their takeaway from that? Will it keep them from paying any running back a long-term deal after their rookie deals? Will they go, you know what? I love Pollard. I love his explosiveness. I just, I'm not willing to bet that it's going to still be there three years from now. Is it that big of a takeaway for the Cowboys or not? Do they take this analytical modern approach to a position that throughout the entire league has proven that it's a mistake to pay your guy i would i would kind of love it if that is their takeaway like if they take this advanced approach of paying a committee of running backs little money i i would be down for that but i don't know if if they're going to take that much away from that because uh, they might pay Tony Pollard next year. Not a deal as big as 2019's Ezekiel Elliott's contract, but uh, maybe maybe they do approach things very differently next year. And I am very intrigued by that. Anyways, Pollard will be the number one guy. Right now, Malik Davis is the number two guy, but I'm looking at Rico Dowdle uh, to maybe be re-signed. They did not tender him a... You know, restricted free agency tender, so that might not be the case. But they did visit with six running backs in the NFL. Not visit, uh, interviewed six running backs in the NFL scouting combine. So, uh, and Jan Robinson was not one of them, Kevin. And by the way, shout out to Tyler who is watching tonight. Uh, he was with me on the show. He joined the show a week or two uh, a week ago and we were talking about that the Cowboys did not interview Bijan Robinson. They interviewed Texas backup though, which was interesting, but I wouldn't bet on the Cowboys drafting Bijan Robinson if he falls all the way down to their pick. They did interview a lot of of guys though at running back. So it sounds like they're getting their guy in the draft. My question is if there's also a fullback plan for the Cowboys in 2023. Because Mike McCarthy loves some fullback action. And I I can see this being a two running back, one fullback type of roster next year. Or maybe even like three running backs and one fullback. Let's see how Mike McCarthy's offense looks like. It's not that crazy. The Cowboys over the last few years have used the Hulk package with Kellen Moore, and we saw Connor McGovern, Luke Gifford. We saw everybody who was a Dallas Cowboy play fullback. We were maybe like one game away from seeing the backup quarterback, Cooper Rush, line up as fullback. If you're on the roster to Kellen Moore, you were a fullback. So, the Cowboys have some elements on their offense that they can translate into McCarthy's personnel and just do the same or similar stuff just with an actual fullback instead of a sixth offensive lineman or a linebacker or stuff like that <laughs> because Mark 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 is exactly right he says we lost both Connor and Gifford. that is true that is true uh Mark Andrews says you already did Dax deal over I mean, they they restructured it. I think that makes an extension even more likely. Just looking at the numbers. How do you feel about Jameer Gibbs, Mauricio, says Chris? I would not feel great about drafting a running back in the first round, but and it sounds like if you're getting Gibbs, you need to get him in the first round. But hey, if he if he's the best player available, screw it, let's do it, right? But I have a hard time thinking that that is the best player available when the time comes. Wouldn't be a fan, probably. Henry Wilson cuts as Professor O. I think they're speaking about Derrick Henry in the chat. Katharina says, Mo, NFL stands for not for long. That is true. That is true. Uh, oh. Wait, what? Oh, Billy Bailey says, "Mo, well, I was already, I was ready for. Uh, I think he meant Sig's departure. Couldn't handle another year of him gasping for air on his hands and his hips. Am I the only one? That second part, I'm not sure. Like, I think that Sig was hurt. I think that he wasn't a bad running back or anything like that. It was just about the 2023 numbers. Like, there was no way you made that work. Not with Tony Pollard." Earning more than ten million dollars, which he deserves, like to me, tagging Pollard makes sense because it's a one year commitment, relatively a low risk bet. but yeah, I mean I, I think I think it was time to move on from sick. I will say that, and it wasn't until I actually sat down to to take a deep dive at the numbers, and we had a show about this when that happened, that it just clicked. Like, it made so much sense for the Cowboys to cut sick. Before that, I was all in in the idea of the pay cut. But then, just looking at the numbers, it just didn't make a lot of sense. Gregory says, we should target Orlando Brown on free agency, says Gregory. I don't think that they will. I think that uh, even though he has not signed, he is going to be expensive, expensive. He's a left tackle after all. You kind of have two left tackles right now, right? If the plan would be to play Brown at tackle and then Tyler at guard and then Tyrone is your swing, uh, I could see that. But just overall from a what will they do perspective, I don't see that happening. I I don't. Uh, But speaking of, free agency is still... Still ongoing. I mean, we are one day into the official free agency period. And there are a lot of wide receivers of the market, essentially. I'm not going to talk about Hopkins. I'm not going to talk about OBJ. We've done a lot of that already. Who are some of the other guys that we could see or that at least would make sense? Because Jacoby Myers has been signed. Juju smith has been signed. What happened over here? I had a... Oh, James Robinson running back to the Patriots. All right. But wide receivers that are available that would make some sort of sense. Uh, there's Darius Layton, who is this guy that, you know, uh, he would contribute. Maybe he wouldn't be a big name, but he can be a solid number two. DJ Chark has had some issues with injuries. Paris Campbell has shined even in spite of mediocre QB play over there in Indianapolis. There is Marvin Jones, who is maybe near the end of his career. He's not the same guy as before, but maybe he can be a decent, adequate number two. Jarvis Landry, I think it's too much of a red flag at this point because of the injuries. But he also kind of fits the type of bets that the Cowboys would make. So we still need to include him. And then Nicole Hartman. These are only free agents, by the way. Not including OBJ. Nicole Hartman makes sense because of the speed aspect of it. We know that the Cowboys are lacking that at wide receiver. So I had to include him on the list. Hartman, out of the big names, Hartman would be the guy that makes the most sense to me. And I know we like to fantasize a little bit about Elijah Moore. I mean, not not a fantasize in the sense that it's not possible, it definitely should be possible. I would like Elijah Moore, but out of the free agents, I think that Hartman is a very intriguing name. I think that he would not be expensive and I think that he would provide speed in a much more real way than Cavante Turpin, for example. Because I know that Turpin runs fast. I know that he's so fun. I'm not sure if he's a complete wide receiver, though, to play in the NFL consistently. And Hartman has shown that he can do that, even if he's not a legit number one or anything like that. I would like Hartman in Dallas. Uh, Professor Osus Mikol, go Dogs! There you go. Would we know how to use Hartman? This is Mark Aaron. I would rather have Turpin time," says Gregory. "Would you really? Why though? Why? We we have not seen Turpin play wide receiver in the NFL even. I'm not sure. I think that I kind of think that Turpin is a little bit overrated. <laughs> I mean, he did a good job returning footballs. I just I have a tough time buying into into Cavante Turpin as a wide receiver. Give him eight chances, Gregory. All right, that's fair, I guess. Uh, Toxic Thompson's, I step from Turpin. One step from Turpin is equivalent to three steps from a normal sized man. <laughs> <laughs> Turpin was a preseason Hall of Famer. Yeah. Two touchdowns in one game in special teams. And we thought that it was going to be the norm. it's true it's true uh also turpin turpin is not like he's a rookie coming out of college like he he was out there for a while that also plays into this entire conversation in my my opinion i would much rather have me cold not gonna lie Come on mo draw for us is Mark Aaron I'm going I'm going to probably buy I'm going to probably sell you like a Patreon in which you know it's prime time it's the same show it's just drawings instead of graphics because I see it's a popular request tonight on the show <laughs> I should be unemployed after I after I used that graphic last night I really should. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that will be it for me tonight on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. We might have a special guest tomorrow night. I have not confirmed, so I still don't know what will happen on Thursday. But we might have a special guest, kind of help somebody to talk about all of what has happened in free agency, get some fresh point of views in here as well. And I think it will be fun if it happens. So make sure that you tune in tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central. Thank you so much for tuning in. Tyler says, enjoy your birthday. I will. I I guess I will. All right. Mauricio, wink if the Cowboys are trading for DeAndre Hopkins. Nah, I'm kidding. At this point, I don't know. James later has been very, very insisting on it not happening. Well not not happening more more than uh that her sources are saying that it's not a conversation that they're having right now thank you everybody for joining the show i will see you tomorrow night prime time brought to you by our friends over at freemanmazda.net i will see you mañana muchísimas gracias tengan un excelente miércoles adiós